0: Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content
1: to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala.
0: Hello and welcome to this episode one of three in which I talking to a panel of Malawians from the USA, the UK, Germany, Swaziland and Malawi spanning across different experiences talking all things mental health. In this episode we cover things including the differences in the understanding of the uh, mental health and the extent of the problems in Malawi itself and across the developing world as well as any cultural connotations, cultural differences, and stigmas around it. So, without further ado, here is the panel taking the topic away. Welcome, everyone, to this uh, um, episode of the conversation around uh, mental health. And uh, in particular, today we are talking mental health uh, in the context of the uh, um, essentially developing world uh, aspect in particularly malawi and uh, uh, all things uh, africa uh, specifically so i've got uh, another very experienced very interesting uh, uh panel today to talk about these issues uh most of them from uh, malawi we've got uh, uh, some from swaziland and the uk as well so uh to begin with i'll just bring them on one by one so they can uh, briefly introduce themselves to say what they field is uh, and uh, a little bit about themselves, and then we'll get into the context of the discussion. So to begin with, I've got uh, uh, Michael coming on. Michael, welcome to the uh, podcast. Just uh, give us a, a quick brief uh, uh, introduction about yourself and your field uh, before we get uh, uh, into the uh, conversation.
2: Hello, I'm Michael Deddy. I'm uh, a mental health professional. I I hold a B.Sc. in mental health
0: as well as a, a master's in public mental health and I'm currently leading for my PhD in the final year of the College of Medicine. You're in the Ministry of Health, is that right? Yes, I'm, I'm working in the Ministry of Health as an assistant director of clinical services responsible for mental health. For mental health, perfect. So just the man that we need so you will have a lot of uh, uh you know uh, insight and input into this conversation today so thank you very much for coming on uh next i've got uh, uh pamela pamela in swaziland hi pamela give us a few seconds about yourself
1: uh, hi my name is pamela napio i'm currently uh, residing in swaziland i'm um a student for finance i'm doing a masters uh, in finance and accounting and also C- scca professional i've dealt with a lot of uh, women i've been a, a chairperson for the ladies uh, group of about 500 ladies which we've been doing social work together and also talking about mental health thank you
0: perfect thanks pamela so it'll be interesting to hear your experience around this topic as well so uh, I've got uh, Brenda up next. Brenda, hi. That's hi. a very lovely background you have there. The, thank you. The fence remi- reminds me of, uh, what do you call that uh, uh, thing? So is it Sekela or something in Malawi? We'll that, I think
3: Sekela,
0: <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Give us a few seconds uh, about yourself, Brenda.
3: Oh, thank you. Uh, my name's Brenda, Brenda Malinki. I am a telecoms consultant here in the UK. Uh, amongst other things, I'm a co-founder of uh, Nyasa Daughters of Nottingham, where we look to uh, support women of Malawian descent living here in Nottingham, uh, covering all things from empowerment to mental health to integration, uh, careers and so on and so forth.
2: Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: Thanks, Brenda. So we're really looking forward because uh, uh, personally, I know you've got uh, you know very specific examples and uh, inputs that uh, you, you you give us today. So thanks for coming on. Uh, Dr. Nyaka, I've got Dr. Amos Nyaka coming on. Dr. Nyaka, thanks for joining us today. Give us a quick uh, few seconds about yourself, please.
4: I am indeed Amos Nyaka. I'm an ophthalmologist by profession, but um, I also have uh, you know interacted with uh, patients that have some mental health issues though presenting with the uh, conditions and I may uh hopefully uh be of use uh, in, in, in in this discussion thank you
0: perfect thanks i mean you you for, from my medical background and also just generally from uh, you know the the malawi environment and the context I'm sure you've got a lot of insight to give us today so that will be very useful and thanks for coming on. Next, I've got Linda, Linda Dembo. So Linda, hi, again, you seem to be in the dark there. <laughs> Are you, is this the typical blackout in Malawi? I think you're on mute as well. Give us a an unmute and say hello and you'll
2: pick few seconds. Hi, Linda. Uh, hi,
5: um, I'm Linda Dembo. I am a teacher by profession. I have um, uh, I graduated from Chansa College, University of Malawi, with a Bachelor's of Education Humanities. Education Humanities. I have also a Master's in Development Studies from the same University of Malawi, Chansa College.
2: Mm-hmm. Currently,
5: I'm working with Malawi Scotland Partnership as a Programs Officer. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of experience uh, dealing yeah. with kids when I was teaching. So and also working with uh communities
2: mm-hmm.
5: on mental health, not particularly, but she uh, on-hand experience mm-hmm. working with people with uh problems of mental health.
0: Of mental health, perfect. Thank you. So great experience as well to uh to give us uh your, your take today. Thanks for that. Uh and from the USA, we've got Dalitso. So, Dalitso, I hope it's not uh, uh, too early for you. Well, mm. it's, uh, it's about noon, isn't it? So, we haven't <laughs> woken you up. You look nice and fresh. You probably have your cup of coffee.
2: Give us Always. your quick seconds.
6: <laughs> well, I'm Dalitso Nyalani, and... Um So I have a master's in mental health counseling. I'm a licensed mental health therapist and a master's addictions therapist. So my main focus, of course, is working with clients with addiction and trauma. But I also Mm -hmm. have experience working with uh, infertility um, with couples. And so um, because I've struggled with those things myself as well. Um, and I also have my own personal journey with, uh, addiction and, uh, stuff like that in my own family and relationships and things like that. So, um, mm-hmm. right now I have my own private practice. I've had my own private practice for the last three years. So mm-hmm. I have a terrific boss, which is me. Um, so it's great to work for myself. So, Good. yeah.
0: Okay. Perfect. Thanks for that, Dalitza. And, uh, yes, yeah, so it'll be interesting to, to hear, uh, that, from, from yourself, because obviously you'll probably have that crossover as well from your experience in Malawi and the US, and, and that context will be quite useful to hear. So, uh, we've also live from Germany, Mr. Chase Chagomelana. Chase, give us your quick, uh, 10 seconds, which will probably tend to be Two minutes, but uh, that's all okay.
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, I'll keep it German. Um, uh, I've been here for like 14 years in Germany, uh, working mainly in financial management consulting. I guess that, uh, so that,
0: that in- I, I, I had four, four zero, or is it 14? It's in my...
7: No,
2: 14, sorry.
0: You, you, yeah. you look 12, so I was wondering why you could have been in Germany for 40 years for a 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah, God,
7: quite an interesting topic, and I'm looking forward to um hearing from the experts as well as to give my take being in an intercultural yeah. environment. Yeah. Thanks. Perfect. Thanks,
0: Chase. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, kick it off, guys. So uh, the the idea and the context today is basically to understand the mental health, particularly mental uh, illness, in the context of for uh, the developing world. We had uh, this discussion before uh, with uh, a different panel to understand the definitions around that. But uh, with the with the guys and the team who are here today, especially from the Malawi context, it will be good to uh, understand this issue uh, from. Uh, developing uh, country from a Malawi perspective, in particular issues around, is there any cultural differences or cultural aspects that underpin this? What is the understanding uh, of of this issue in terms of mental health from uh, uh, you know, you know, it could be from a government point of view, from a policy point of view, and also, uh, how that plays out with, with the community. So to begin with, uh, I'll just, uh, call upon yourself, Michael. Uh, again, thanks for coming on too. Just uh give us uh the context from uh a, a policy point of view, uh government understanding of the issues. Uh quickly bring in uh uh Dr. Nyaka uh on this one as well. From your uh understanding, I mean obviously uh from uh I mean you be being a a doctor, uh you know, not specifically in the mental uh health field, but uh what is your understanding of the uh Essentially, I would say the government's or, or the health understanding of uh, mental illness from the way you understand it uh, and from uh, your experience as well in the Malawi context.
4: Well, I I think, uh, so much for, for, for the question, mm-hmm. but from my understanding of what mental health is mm-hmm. uh, and its importance that the government places on it, I think it's mm-hmm. uh, based on basically what I've learned in class as well as yeah. also what I've Experienced in the in the process, uh, yeah. but um, I think uh, from the cultural or perspective, I think uh, people usually don't want to talk about uh, mental health uh, openly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they do, uh, it's all lumped up in in one or two terminologies. Uh, well, we mm-hmm. just use Misara, uh, so whatever mm-hmm. mental issue one has, uh, it would be uh you know called culturally uh that dismiss as in uh, mental uh, problem uh, yeah. uh, so My all account. aspects and types and presentations of of uh, mental health uh, conditions uh would mm-hmm. suffer the same uh stigma for example uh or more, more or less uh, uh the same even uh, within family members uh, as well as also from from, from the community. So that's how, yeah. how, uh, how I've understood it. Uh, but yeah. um, coming to my practice, I've also yeah. seen how decisions are made uh, for patients or people that may have other uh, conditions that require medical attention, but mm-hmm. they're being labeled as uh, mental issues. And so yeah. I think uh, I've noticed um, that uh, uh, decisions for people to uh, make on their behalf usually mm-hmm. would be delay. Uh, uh, nobody really cares for them, or they, they don't really put value in them, and then um, mm. uh, it, it, it usually would be uh, disastrous in the process. So the, the mental thing. health, uh, I would say, uh, uh, maybe it's not fully well understood uh, mm. in the committee, uh, and uh, and um, maybe it's also uh, linked to a number of beliefs and uh, and yeah, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, which which um, uh, have some uh, bearing on how. We would seek uh, for help for, men yeah. for, for mm. other, uh, and, uh, mental health themselves, as also for other and mental health-related conditions. And uh, mm. for me, you know, the eyes. So I think, mm. I think that that's what I'm saying. But um, in the same vein as uh, Michael had said,
2: mm.
4: uh, to have okay, just a background. Uh, the mm. Minister of Health, Malawi, realizing that it cannot provide. The whole scope of medical services at yeah. its population has isolated key areas that it considers to be mm-hmm. essential. Yes, uh, so, that means must, uh, must be provided at various levels of health in, mm-hmm. in, in government. So this is community level, uh, facility level, with all their various uh, tiers. Uh, so, mm-hmm. they, have, uh, they have a number of uh, conditions that will be, be given that priority. And mental health mm. is one such, uh, such a condition, as Michael had said. So that already really mm. uh, tell us that uh, we are committed, I think as a country, to also look at um, uh, our mental health and address them yeah. in, in the ways that we can. Uh, but not mm. only that, uh, they've also gone on further to create a department uh, that Michael yeah. heads uh, within the territory, yeah. uh, which, which um, is meant to address uh, such kind of things. And I think that's yeah. a bit of some uh, commitment that we have uh, towards, that. Uh, yeah. towards that, that. That 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 is a few things.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that that that's that's very good. I mean, you touched upon various points as well, especially uh, the casual side, of things which we will touch upon. Um, I'm just I'll, I'll go back to uh, Michael in a bit, but I just wanted to check with uh, uh, Linda as well. What is your um, understanding from your experience and what you've seen of the? the extent of the, the problem uh, in Malawi, would you say?
5: Um, I just want to like, kind of add from the experts mm-hmm. what they have already said um, mm-hmm. about uh, my, uh, the understanding of mental health. In Malawi, mental health is, um, is really a critical issue, and it is um, an issue that um, results from different um, um, uh, issues. Uh, starting with the issue of possibly, I would say, a family having money problems and um, being in debt, and also as um as Dr Nyaka has already alluded to, um an issue to do uh, with the cultural beliefs. Uh, so a person would have a mental problem and would go to the hospital and would be treated as uh, a person with maybe a malaria, just to say for example, but then mm-hmm. the problem with the patient is actually it's a mental problem and needs mm-hmm. to be treated as such but yeah mm-hmm. because possibly because of lack of resources but i i am uh, I am happy that um, the government is making efforts to actually efforts. identify such uh, issues so that mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 problems of mental problems are treated yeah. as such yeah. as such
2: mm-hmm.
0: perfect no thanks 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 for that linda now, now at this stage i just want to come back to uh to to michael regarding the um understanding of the extent of this issue and the uh government policy can you just uh, uh, give us a bit more? Um, is is this issue? Because uh, even uh, Dr. Nyaka touched upon uh, priorities in government as well.
3: Okay, thank you. Um, mm. So I'll take it from a personal perspective. So I had mm. my childhood in Malawi up until I was about fourteen years old, uh, mm. and then I came to the UK. Now, uh, now that I have my own children, it's quite a massive contrast in mm. what childhood involves. Growing up in Malawi As well as growing up in the UK And one of the stark differences Is that That I've noticed particularly Is that um, The conversations that we hold Around how people are feeling Are very limited When we're growing up mm-hmm. And therefore You grow up into an adult That isn't quite able to express What they're feeling yeah. And we say misala, o You know all the different things uh, and when they go untreated for a long period of time, mm-hmm. I think then we start to see those issues, uh, being impacted by the cultural aspects, the expectations that you have. Uh, I think it's been touched on poverty, um, as well. Uh, and you know, inability to have, uh, to know where your food's coming from, from one day to the next. All those things will have an impact on, on mm-hmm. somebody. So I think from my perspective, I think that the differences that I can see is that here in the uk particularly now that i have my own children people are more open to having discussions about what they're feeling and it really doesn't come into the equation uh growing up in malawi to my to my to my recollection
2: mm.
0: okay all right thank you thanks for that brenda let me just uh, uh bring in pamela as well so uh the um an uh, understanding just from from your uh uh, perspective living in, in swaziland wh- what would be your take of uh how the locals or local people understand mental health yeah, yeah
1: um for me uh coming from uh, a different country i think most of the countries in africa they're similar mm-hmm. in the way they look at uh, mental health uh, mm-hmm. including swaziland i don't see any much of a difference between Um, Malawi home uh, and Swaziland, the way they look at it. I think Mm. it's more of an African thing than Mm -hmm. it's um, a cultural thing. Mm. And then also the other thing which I've noticed is that the other mental part, which has been forgotten mostly, it's not people who are sick in particular, Mm. have mental illness, but even the uh, people who are disabled, that they were born that way, that their mental capacity cannot hold. Uh, People with cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, or any other uh, mental thing, which does affect also the way uh, people are. I remember a few years ago, I worked with Cheshire Homes, which deals with uh, people uh, with uh, disabilities of different kinds. Um, Mm -hmm. So we did work with people with a lot of uh, cerebral palsy. You look at the Mm -hmm. person, they look okay and healthy and everything, but their mental acuity is not um, up to Mm -hmm. the part. Might find that a, a, a teenage girl, eighteen years old, is acting like they're five. So mm-hmm. uh, that body and the way of thinking does um, cause a bit of a problem, and then that has caused a problem in the African community because maybe the way they dress is inappropriate, and people mm-hmm. would take advantage of that. So yeah. uh, it's 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 really getting complex as we look at it in that context. So I think mm-hmm. um, the other area of, uh, uh, doctors who are here would also help. But I've just noticed personally that it's mm-hmm. a problem uh, in the African community because if you look at our culture, a uh, girl mm-hmm. is supposed to dress up a certain way, maybe put a wrap upon uh, uh, themselves and not to show their thighs or uh, knees or something. And then you find mm-hmm. that this person, when we are young, you nobody know, before we are like 10, we dress up mm-hmm. as big can. we put bum shorts, we put short skirts, mm. you don't know whether it's a E or a G. But as you are growing into teenage life, uh, even your parents tend tend yeah. to take like that. And some mm. some of them by themselves, they can actually see that their body is changing, so they are much mm. more sensitive to how they look. But you find mm. this girl or this boy who are going through, uh, who were born with such conditions, you find that they, mm. they don't have that. So you yeah. find a person who's 15 or 18 who who've got... um um a uh, body which looks like an a teenager or an adult even, you find that they dress up in a funny way. I mean, mm-hmm. not covering up and the community is mm-hmm. not there to protect them. And if anything happens to them, people would ask them, how was she dressed? How was mm-hmm. he dressed? Or how did he look? And then they forget that, first of all, this person is not in control of um how they are acting because they don't understand that there's anything wrong with it it's it's us who have to be protecting them and also changing their way of our way of looking and and um, looking at them and i've seen that a lot of people have been violated in that state uh, by the community even well standing people in community have violated these people because of their mental status so that's also a concern on my part thank you mm-hmm.
0: Thanks. Thanks for that, Papa. Thank you. Thank you. Now, um, I'll just, uh, bring in Dalit on, on this one as well. Obviously, uh, Dalito, from your experience, uh, being, a, a, a therapist as well, um, would you, what is your experience from, uh, uh the Malawi, uh, context, uh, or either speaking to or knowing people with these issues, how they understand them compared to, uh, people in the U.S., for example, and also, what would uh, your approach be in terms of dealing with them, uh, having, you know, spanning these two uh, uh, Mm -hmm. areas?
2: Yeah.
6: So, you know, I I have like a unique experience because, you know, Mm -hmm. yes, I was born in Malawi. I was raised in Zimbabwe half of my Mm -hmm. life and then moving back to to Malawi. And being in Malawi, I also had a unique experience because I lived in the city for a while but then I also moved to the farm to the village right mm-hmm. and so you know I started volunteering at the mission hospital when I was like 12 and so really living in all those different situations you really get to see w- it, within my own family between those who are educated those who are not like they are understanding right so I think a couple of things kind of I think I liked what Pam said at the end I think there's there are commonalities in Africa in general, right mm-hmm. um, that we're a little bit behind uh, I think Brenda touched on it on our how comfortable we are talking about feelings and and things like that. So I, I think first of all, just in general, whether it's here in uh, in the US or in Africa wherever you go, I think we don't generally understand how mental health plays a part in developing the, the whole human being, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's kind of like a foundation of a house. You have the cement, you have the water, and then you are missing the, the gravel, right? And, and, and we don't really understand that we just can't remove that gravel and somehow expect the foundation to be a great foundation, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're mm-hmm. still kind of behind in really understanding how mental health... Because um, when you're looking at mental health, right, in the developing of a child to grow up to be a functional adult, um, it's about skills, right? It's A child needs to develop adequate tools of solving the problems that every human being has to solve to have a healthy way of living. So when you take out that active ingredient or you don't really develop it well, and then just expect a person when they turn 18 to switch on a flip and be like, okay, now go function as an adult. That, that doesn't work. Right. So first of all, we really need to, I think the government, everybody in the community needs to really take a step back and really understand that as a child is developing physically, you know, we check for, for proper nutrition. We check for those things. Right. We also mm-hmm. need to be looking at how does a child develop mentally, right? And mm-hmm. how does then the mental affect the physical, right? Um, so that's one thing. And then the other thing, too, we need to develop is better understanding of what mental health is, right?
2: Because yeah.
6: mental health really, I think Pam talked about that, it covers a gap of things. You have the, for example, sometimes in my private practice, I deal with the worried well right? What do you call the word? Well, you know, you Mm -hmm. have a little bit of depression and anxiety and work is stressing you out or a boyfriend is stressing you out and that stuff. Mm. But then you also have the severe mental illness like schizophrenia, right?
2: Mm. Or Mm -hmm. you have
6: those developmental issues like, you know, autism and, and things like that, right? And I think Dr. Nyaka talked about it. Sometimes we just all group it together and we think we can just deal with it all together. And I think mm. that adds on to the stigma, right? Because yeah, yeah. When, when you say to someone, I was just having a conversation with someone who is a father, who functions in community and society, but people were just reacting to him as like, ah, oh, voda, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <laughs> When I said to him, you have a mental illness, he was like, no, I don't. I just have depression. I'm like, what do you think depression is, right? And so not naming it appropriately adds to the stigma. Not naming it appropriately either allows us to overreact, underreact. And mostly, I think in African culture, we are behind, so we underreact, right? Um, Yeah. and, And we don't really treat things well. And the other mm. piece that is, if we don't have the language, yeah. we don't really understand it, how mm-hmm. do we then really properly assess it? Right? Assess so it. When, yeah. when somebody walks into Dr. Nyaga's office mm. and we have mm-hmm. compartmentalized things, like, well, mm-hmm. you're only here because you have an earache, right? Yeah. And we're not yeah. asking those questions of like, you know, what else is going on? It's not either or, It's it's the yeah. whole thing, right? And so we are really we have I, we're so behind in really assessing um those things, so we have a long ways I think the, you know when i when i when i when I do go back to malawi and and I do that kind of stuff, we have a long ways to really kind of catch up I mean even here these issues are still prevalent here in America, right the stigma, and I'm sure everywhere else the stigma and things like that, but definitely I think in African countries where Behind and there's a lot of education that needs to, to come in. Um, and poverty plays a big part, right? You know, I think Brenda talked about it. It's like when, when you think of Maslow's the hierarchy of needs, right? You don't ask those self-actualized questions of like, am I happy? Right. Mm-hmm. When you're starving, right? When mm-hmm. you are just thinking about where am I going to get a meal? Right. And so, but how do you, um, it's such a difficult thing to talk about when there are f- things like poverty, uh, survival that people are really talking about. So mental health looks very different when you're at a lower poverty line compared to when you're not worried about food, when you're not worried about those things. You can, you can, you can, ask, you can, you can ask those questions about your own happiness in life and, and your own well-being but how do you assess the mental health when someone is just striving to be, um, to be okay, you know, uh, to, to figure out what meal they, they're having, you know? And it's just like an example. So, like, I'm going through cancer treatment, right? And it's a stuck difference where I... You know, when I go for a cancer treatment, I have support. I have friends who drive me. I have, I have somebody there, right? And I have that emotional support to do that. But the other day I was sitting next to a lady when I was getting an infusion and she had to come to treatment on a bus, right? Like she's dealing with like with poverty, like assessing her mental needs is very different where my mental needs are. <laughs> Does that make sense? I leave that situation. I'm gonna get a massage, a foot thing, and I'm like, you know, worried about things. What she's worried about is stuff that I'm not worried about, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so, assessing that mental health, we can't talk about it outside of the context of poverty, right? And that is such a big uh, burden on the topic mm-hmm. of that because yeah. if you talk about it and you ask someone to look at it. Is the government then ready to provide information? You can't just say to somebody, hey, you have this, right? And then, mm-hmm. But there are no resources to support them with dealing with that. Does that make sense? And so it's like, otherwise somebody's just going to get even more depressed. Does that make sense? It's like, so mm. there's just so much that needs to go into it. You can't, ex- like, I can't just say to a client, you have this. And then be like, okay, now I've told you. All the best to you. It's like, mm-hmm. what are they supposed to do it with then, right? So we even have to look at if people don't even have access to a Panadol, that's the level of where our health services are. How do we even get them to talk about mental health and really mm-hmm. deal with that? It doesn't even look like it's a priority, right? And so it's we have so much that we have to do, you know, um, mm-hmm. in... Exposing it and talking about it, but at the same time coming in right underneath that with, with, with structures and services. Right, we yeah. have to have services in place, services. Um, mm. and uh, yeah. So there's a lot of work I think that we have to do.
0: Yeah, that there's a, a lot of stuff to unpick from what you've said there. But uh, let me come uh, to Chase first. Now Chase. From your uh, dealings with the uh, Africans or, or Malawians in general, people from developing countries, what's your take of uh, their understanding of uh, this issue around mental
7: health?
2: Um well
7: that's kind of a difficult question because I have several opinions according <laughs> to the different uh links. That's
0: <laughs> why um, that's what we want to capture,
7: yes. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah, well, Well, first of all, when we talk about just mental health, I think, okay, let's just start from the person that you always talk to the most, and that is yourself, because you're always thinking and you're always having all these thoughts around your mind. And it just occurred to me now that um, when we talk about mental health, we're talking about interactions with other people and how am I feeling? In what setting am I in? In what cultural environment am I in? So dealing, to your question, dealing with uh, Africans, I feel like um, we're we're told to be, or let's say from our childhood, we're told to be in in a sort of like imprisoned state of mind, which is not Hmm. free. Hmm. And that is coming from thinking I need to do A, B, C, do uh, D, in order to achieve something, but I'm only going on the doing, doing level, but I don't stand in front of the mirror and say, I'm the engine to drive me through whatever it is that I want to do, but how do I do that? And if you jump into a Ferrari, you know, you can go 300 kilometers an hour. You jump into a little mini, you know, the maximum you can go is 120 or something, right? So... I think mental health uh, is something that we need to sort of like look as if as if it's the, the Bible or the mirror in front of us to say, who am I? How am I doing? And without thinking about the to-dos that we want or what our desires or wishes are. And by doing that, you get to realize um, where you are in life. Am I doing all right? Do I need... Something so that I can become happier? Because happiness, everybody wants to be happy. Ask anybody on this planet, they want to be happy. Yet, they're not investing enough time or whatever resources are. It may be time, money, um, or relationships with other people in order to actually answer the question, what can make me happy? And I think by answering that question as well, you get to tackle your mental state of mind and if you don't have time to be by yourself and to ask yourself this question, how am I doing? I think you will be mostly like 80% of the world's community that is just working and not knowing the purpose of their lives.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: Oh, th- thanks Chase. Yeah, it's uh, great to, to, understand, to understand that actually from, from, uh, from your point of view. Now, i'll uh, just um I'll come back to Michael here. I guess uh, maybe as an uh, sort of uh, overall um you know relatively um big question to you. Um what are the key challenges that uh, uh I think oh sorry, Michael has just dropped off for a bit. Anyway, while he's coming back on, let's uh, uh, come to you, Brenda. Um yeah give us uh, um a bit more your take uh on, on this issue from uh, I, I guess uh, because next we we're, we're, we're going to go and start unpicking the issues around uh, cultural differences and also uh, particularly the, the stigma more uh, from uh, a, a cultural point of view so just kick us off on on that side of things yeah mm-hmm.
3: okay um so it's been really interesting to listen to uh, the panel mm-hmm. so far uh, in terms of uh, what spe- what we understand uh, mm. the, the issues to be and I think uh, that it sort of went through the 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 needs that people have and the luxury that you have in terms mm. of uh, investing time like Chase has touched on in mm. yourself uh, when you have the resources to do that what we're mm. trying to understand in this uh, in this panel today uh, is what culturally if any differences at all are there mm-hmm. between mental health in Malawi uh, yeah. and Africa, I'll stick to Malawi because I don't like to generalize. Africa is more mm. than one country. So if mm-hmm. I stick, stick to Malawi, um, m- m- the capacity is not there. We have so many fires to be putting out on a daily basis. And uh, it's it's great to have time in the day where you can sit by yourself and reflect and talk about to yourself, uh, am I happy? What do I need to do? Where am I going with my journey? Um, However, we've got to understand that that capacity is not there because most people um, in Malawi will be living day to day day, today. Uh, We've seen it with COVID-19, lockdown has been impossible because it's just not possible to put a country in lockdown when they haven't got food. The other thing that we've got to take into account is that we're, as a people, whether we like it or not, whether this sounds good or not, is we're very resistant to change, completely and utterly resistant to change. Um, If somebody tries something new, every single one of you on this panel would have heard about yourself, who do they think Mm they are, or which is they're doing foreign things. And so the, the, the desire to remain as part of a group and part of a tribe or part of a, a social circle is so strong in human beings that it's almost incapacitating when you can't exist outside of your social circle.
2: Mm. Cool. No,
0: thanks. Thanks, Brenda. Um, and now, I think uh, probably uh, picking up from there, yeah, Let's uh, um, start unpicking these uh, uh, cultural uh, differences. Yeah. So uh, I think first of all, I'll, I'll bring on Nyaka here. Um, and this is from my context of, uh, let's say, you know, I'm a big boss in a, in a company, uh, you know, a, a big company or anywhere. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I believe that the sort of uh, stigma or understanding is that, you know, th- those people in high places, you know, wouldn't be playing around or having issues around mental health you're supposed to be these uh, macho people uh, strong and leading people to to the extent that uh, uh you 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 can't talk about it you can't be seen to be you know someone weak with, uh, with, with these my uh, mental uh, uh, issues at all just uh, give us your take because obviously that has a number of problems In the first place if the people cannot uh bring themselves up to admit or even acknowledge that they may have these kind of issues, or even that they exist, how can they uh, help people uh, somewhere down the line in their organizations? And so uh, the whole uh, thing, you know, can, can fall apart. So, just give us a, a take of, you know, people at the top, and what is the understanding? What is the expectation of people uh, when they see these people? You know, uh, talk about mental health or and or these issues at all? Uh,
4: <clears throat> not really, if I've understood the question, um, hmm. but. Uh, what I have understood from what you said is, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what I mean, what people in um, positions of responsibility look down on those yeah. that have uh, uh, mm-hmm. mental health issues. Yeah, or, or, uh, or even yeah.
0: or even or even themselves admitting that they may have issues, because in those positions they want to be seen that they are strong people, they are macho people, and you know, as uh, let's take an example of yourself, you know, being. Uh, you know, uh, now former president, by being president of a uh, society of medical doctors, yeah, and you you suddenly come out there and announce that, uh, you know, you're weak, you have got mental issues, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, two parts, for people looking at you and from your personal uh, point of view of uh, your status and your standing, you know, that people look at you as now someone who is very weak, and that's the stigma attached to it. So that's, that's part of, uh, I guess... Uh, yeah. yeah, understanding whether, yeah, the, take, take us on from that.
4: Oh, good. So, I think what, what I can talk about is um, because I've been um, in that position, uh, I can talk yeah. about the doctors in general. Uh, I think we've noticed that um, many of our, our colleagues would be going through quite some tough times uh, mm-hmm. that hinge even on, um, on the, their mental well being, uh, but they'll not be free to open up. And I think, sadly, we've even had uh, some colleagues that have taken their own lives. Like this, mm-hmm. is not, this is not um, uh, unique for Malawi. I think it happens all across yeah. the, the, the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all that, all that it tells us is that um, uh, even amongst professionals, uh, they may not want to speak out about their mental health status. Yeah. But I think that there are also a few that I have the privilege to know that have also mental health issues. And uh, they are being well taken care of, and uh, they talk about it uh, sometimes openly, uh, or at least confide in, in, in colleagues so that they understand, and they are understood when certain things happen. Um, and I am um, also uh, uh, I also remember one incident that happened that even one uh, senior officer in in um, in, a, in an institution actually had a, a mental health issue. Uh, Was taken privately to to a hospital for care for those that were around him. Uh, But the issue, the issue was, I think, when it came out uh, uh, and people knew that uh, perhaps he had he had some mental health issues because of what he had presented uh, before he was taken to hospital. I think uh, Mm. the stigmatization that he suffered uh, was, I I I can imagine, so huge because then um, you can imagine that one has a a responsibility of leadership, and then um, Mm -hmm. you have also known to have some mental health issues so anything that you do that the subordinates may not agree with they would ascribe that your your health status and and that can be a bit challenging for those that are uh, in leadership and uh, it can be a long life scar that um uh, for those that have had some uh, uh at some point in their life some mental health uh, he- health issues. I would like to clarify, and I think Michael can also um, add um, mm. and uh, even correct me if I'm wrong. Um, mm. I think m- mental health illness is different from you know intelligence and wisdom. Wisdom, I think, mm. um, it should be separate because I think uh, people that have mental health issues they can actually mm. function normally when when they are they are controlled. They can mm. actually, you know, when they're being controlled. Even uh, attain the most mental health status uh, that is possible. So, um, it's mental health does not equal to uh, mental incapacitations or something like that. But some people with mental health uh, issues would certainly also have some mental uh, functions and, uh, abnormalities. So, well, it all hinges on um, on on the basis of our of our uh, 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 understanding uh, as well mm. as also. Feeds into our perceptions in terms of how we stigmatize uh, people
0: that have. Been mm-hmm. up um, okay thank here. thanks for that, Nyaka. Um, I will uh, ca- come come to Linda actually now. This is uh, bringing into uh, context the the uh, cultural aspects of things, for example. So, how does um, you know the role of uh, you know? Is it a singangas? Is it is, is it a, um, what's what's the um, English word actually for a singang. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> and remind me. Sing-ang. It's uh, which which doctors, isn't it? Which doctors? Yeah, which doctors. Which yeah. doctors, yes, yeah. Uh, because, because uh sometimes like uh, you know in the in the context in Malawi, if you go to the to the village, you talk about mental health, it's probably you know linked to issues around uh, um You know, maybe someone has put a a, a spell on you uh, to do with uh, you know something that you have done, or uh, you know uh, maybe the way that you're born is it's uh, linked to some spirits and all of that. So there's a core beliefs that would uh, in in some places underpin the beliefs about mental health to the extent that if you talk to people about mental health in the conventional way that it could be a series of things and there's things that you can do and all of that.